Welcome to another episode of the Flow Roll Podcast. I am Edgar Otra Vez, and today my co-host will be Cousin Pimo, and we're going to rank our favorite Batmans in this episode. One quick note, forgive me for last week, I skipped an episode, I just could not get the opportunity to both record and edit something together, so my apologies, but next time I'll give you a fair warning, but usually I have a few in the bank, but if you're new to the show and you want to listen to more, make sure you head on over to our website, theflowrollpodcast.com. There you can find a complete catalog of all our episodes and a store where you can find some merchandise and support the podcast. Cousin Primo and I get in deep on this one, man. We go, we get really nerdy and geeky on the comics, but we also spend a little time afterwards talking about comic books in general and on some of our favorite properties and just you know just just nerding out on comics so i really hope you enjoy this episode now on with this show oh man it's been a bit mm-hmm. yeah it's only been a week it, yeah but i didn't do i didn't do one last week uh so anyway <laughs> <laughs> welcome to another episode of the floral podcast i am edgar otra vez and today on the show, as you heard, we have Cousin Primo. What's up, Primo? What's up, man? Primo. And today on the show, we're going to be talking about some Batman stuff. Um, we're going to rank our favorite Batman. But before we get into that, we got another challenge among, amongst us here at the Floral Podcast. And Cousin Primo is actually going to participate in this one so uh dude dude i'm excited uh i'm surprised too that you were like hey man let me in on this one why are you surprised i you know i asked you the first time and you were like nah bro that's not me or you know i got this i got that i'm like that's cool man Uh you know no no pressure you know but then afterwards, you were like, hey, bro, let me in on this one, you know? <laughs> this one, actually, because I get to get out of the house, that's why. <laughs> mm, yeah. Well, the, the dude over at Hustle Fitness, uh, he owns two gyms. Uh, he's opening one up in Rule Brook, which is not too far mm-hmm. from where I'm at. And um, this cat, he's a super cool dude. And, well, I, I've had him on the podcast before. His name is uh, right. Chris Jakubiak. <laughs> So uh, he's he's got this cool little uh, competition. So we're going to be part of this competition and we're going to be, mm-hmm. but we also got our own thing going on. So it's a competition within the competition. So like you right, can win right, the prizes right. that he has, but on our side, like the there's like 10 or so people who are competing on our side, right. uh, you can win a belt. So like you can lose the whole thing, but still mm-hmm. win a belt. You know, if, if you're the best of us, 10 nitwits, you know? <laughs> Either way, I'm making a belt for myself. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, man. You deserve it, man. <laughs> so just in general, uh, I don't know what the rules are yet, which is making me a little nervous because uh, we're going to mm-hmm. start on April 4th versus April 1st. Right. And uh, the I still got to talk to him. Uh, I don't want to bug him too much because he's got a lot going on with the two gyms and one one that he's launching and all that stuff. But I, I do want to like um, kind of nail down some details because I want to know what uh, what are the parameters for the specifics in terms of like how he's going to take measurements and stuff like that. So right. once I have a good idea of how he's doing that, I have a better idea of what the rules will be. 
and all that stuff. But, uh, but dude, I'm excited, man. Cause, uh, mm-hmm. you know, being part of this, we we get to go up in there and we get to like, get some, take his classes. You said you were going to be there every day, dude. I'm going to try to be there every day, but for definitely for sure. I want to do three days out of the week. Dude, that's badass. Cause I'm thinking about going like the start off the week and then middle of the week, end of the week mm-hmm. have to have two days to recuperate from the hospital and then go back Monday. So wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Back, back that up a little bit. Okay. The hospital? What, what, what are you talking about the hospital? Because I'm going to be so beat up, I'm going to end up in the hospital. Correct, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, motherfucker. You're going to go get surgery or some shit? Like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm going to get surgery. I want them to remove my liver or something so I can win that belt, bro. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, don't make me go up and then the addendums and fucking add some shit, you know, <laughs> no removing of limbs or no, body parts or, or organs or, <laughs> or organs to win this belt. Hey, man, yeah. My liver weighs 10 pounds as it is. I won. <laughs> <laughs> my liver is fat. I needed, I needed to get lipo sucked, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, so that's cool, man. Like I, I really, I really was surprised, and I'm glad that you're doing this one, because um, mm-hmm. this one will be great. I think this one will be really, really good. I think, I think the the judging part of it will be harder. Yeah. Because uh, there's the there's all the taking of the measurements and all that stuff, and uh, there's there's actually uh, there's women involved in this one too. So uh, that's going to be an interesting kind of dynamic. Cause before it was just us dudes and we talk shit to each other and you know, mm-hmm. now I feel like we have to clean it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. Just a just little a, bit. Yeah. People know how we are. Okay. Yeah. First of all. So any, is there any way we can name these, all these people who are involved in this competition or I, in this I, challenge? I, uh, I don't know how comfortable they are with me mentioning that, but I mean, they're going to be in the, in the discord, but I want them to like, be able to like come in and, and put in their own names. So long as it's not something like, you know, annoying, you know, like, yeah, like, like my, my homie, uh, uh, Leo, who's over here trying to like call me Latino. He, I'm like, dude, I'm not, I'm Latino not doing that. Oh, yeah. Did you right. see that? Did you see that? Yeah. That, I saw that. I, saw that. I, I was like, no, nah, dude. Papi Chulo and all that. Oh, yeah. I'm like, hell? dude, I am not calling you Papi Chulo, bro. I'm yeah, sorry, I'm man. Not. I'm sorry. You're the wrong show. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am not calling you Papi Chulo. That's weird, dude. That's weird. No, it is weird. Um, but anyway, it's also like uh, I, I don't know. The other thing too is, is like there's women involved. You know, like uh, mm-hmm. you know, you're kind of forcing them to call you that. It's just uh, I, I, I it, yeah, yeah, I understand. It's it's pretty good that I mean, I'm I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm really super excited to go do this. You know, I'm also glad that other people are involved in this other than just those guys that people are actually taking an interest in this mm-hmm. you know oh, I'm, I'm, I'm i hope that it all works out for everybody oh dude well check this out so like again like we're we're competing within a competition so there's 10 of us right. but there's like another 60 people in in this competition like through through the gym right throughout the gym yeah yeah, so, sort of that, yeah. so so total there's like 70 people I guess maybe. I mean, I could be wrong with on the numbers. Maybe we're part of the sixty. I don't know. So um, yeah, I'm excited about this one. This this is gonna be super cool. You know, you know, like one of the funny things that that came up. <laughs> the women want to know what the belt looks like. 
you know, because they want mm -hmm. to accessorize. They want they want oh, they want it to match their outfits. And I was like, damn, like I you know, before I was just like just black, you know, black gold. Now I'm thinking like mm -hmm. fuck, man, maybe we put some color in this motherfucker, you know? Like well, I'm I'm thinking red. Like red will work either way. Red will work for anybody. Yeah. Red will work for anyone. Now if uh if a woman wins, then you definitely have to make it pink. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, I got to get that made, right? So uh -huh. I want it made and ready to go for when the oh. winner's declared, you know? So, like, I don't want to sit. It took a couple of weeks, I think, to get it done the first time. Mm. So, like, I'm going to try to get the order put in right away. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, I'll have it. I'll have it for a couple of weeks. You know, it'll take a couple of weeks. If I put in the order now, I'll get it in a couple of weeks and then I'll, I'll, I'll sit on it for a couple of weeks. The last thing I want to do is like, like try to time it, you know, and like in oh. two weeks, try to put in the order and then get it in time for, I don't want to do that because some shit always pops up. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, I don't have the bell. We have a winner and we don't know who, you don't know what to do with it. There's uh there's also like, I guess there's going to be a party with the hustle, hustle fitness overall crew right uh the grand opening yeah well not the grand opening yeah there's the grand opening party but then there's also like mm -hmm. the hustle fitness like uh at, like after this competition there's going to be a celebration and he's going to award people the prizes right mm -hmm. okay. um and in that point uh i i'm going to ask i don't know if it may not be maybe it won't be right for us to like be like, oh, and then there's a belt and you 50, 60 people don't get it, you know? So maybe right. uh, we'll have a separate party and we'll uh, we'll uh, award the belt then. I uh, think that's fair. Yeah, I think that's a little better. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, this is going to be fun. I got you. I got a few other guys. I got Larry from last time. Uh, there's, there's quite a few women now, too. It's I think the women are going to kick our ass. I mean, to put it frankly, I think so. I think so. Because they're they're coming in, and first of all, they're like the they're in terms of like the competition aspect of it. They're mm -hmm. the freshest, you know. But right. but we'll see, man. I mean, I think it'd be dope, dude. I you know, I, it'd be dope if we have like a women champion that beat. Because I mean, I think it's a pretty even split right now. I think it's like five guys and five girls, and uh, mm -hmm. five if one of the five women beat all us 10 people i think that'd be awesome yeah but that's just me yeah uh i i because I, I mean i've done this a few times with with danny and you know and this last time was a little bigger and oh. now it's a, like a just a tad bit bigger you know because we've never a lot bigger yeah yeah before we had six guys before i mean in the past we've had like three four guys you know um but this time we had six guys this last time we had six guys and now we have 10 people and I was like, whoa, you know, so this is going to be fun. Um, but and after this, man, after this, we'll have we'll have a little party, award the belt. But then for sure, dude, for sure, take a long break um, because <laughs> I got to I got to start getting ready for the Tough Mudder thing. Yeah. Mm. But uh, anyway, so on to the uh, the the real subject on hand today. Mm -hmm. Today's topic is our Batman's ranked. So let's go, let's go back and forth. Let's just do okay. maybe top five, right? Yeah, um, do top five, yeah. 
Yeah, because I mean, there's a lot of Batman's. There's there's Lewis uh, G. Wilson. There's Robert Laurie. Exactly. Uh, there's, there's, there's a few of these guys that I've never even heard of. And only, I've seen all of them. I've seen yeah. all their shows. I haven't so, seen I haven't seen Lewis G. Wilson or Robert Lowry. Yeah, uh, he has know. a he only has like a fifteen episode show. Mm. And that's with through Paramount. Now the Robert Lawrence, he actually did have a a miniseries as well. And then from there, but we really don't really take it up until because those two guys are way before our time. Uh, Lewis G. Wilson was in 1943. That's right. And Robert Robert Laurie, he was in 1949. So that wasn't even a thought, right? So where we should pick up is from 1966 when Adam West took over. That's right. So, so, um, so give me, so worst the best and not worse in terms of like, you know, it's bad, but I'm just saying your top five, one being number one. I mean, being the okay. best. Being who the is, best? Okay. Yeah. So start with five. Who's who's your number five? My number five. Well, you know, yeah, there's a quite quite a couple of them. You know, I had two in mind, but I definitely have to put number five as George Clooney. Oh, really? Really? I, I'm, I, and the reason for that is because to tell you the truth. Um, I just didn't like the man. <laughs> I just didn't. I, I mean, it's just, it's just not. Uh, to me, it was, it was just like they were trying to fill this, trying to fill the the, the character with somebody who was famous at the time. The, the good guys and the bad guys were just fillers. I'm sorry. I mean, the the idea was nice, but it just did not work for me. I'm sorry. So my number five is George Clooney. Wow. Mm-hmm. So um, I actually put uh, number five as Robert Patterson. Robert and Patterson. Yeah, that is that is the new Batman. Uh, right. In in this new movie, the Batman. Mm-hmm. And uh, I made him number five uh, because he is he is a good Batman. He's a super smart Batman. Like I think he's probably the most intelligent because like they, they pop off these riddles and mm-hmm. he solves them. You know, and okay. I I I think uh, I I found it super interesting. My the reason he's number five. Is he's not like the other Batman's. You didn't really get to know him very well in through the movie, you know. So he was a little bit of a empty character. Also, this movie was really, really different movie in comparison to any prior Batman. It was definitely a more of a detective flick, very similar to Seven in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I thought he was really interesting, really smart. Also, some of the things that he did, I mean, well, here's the, here's a big reason why he's number five, uh, not to ruin too much, but he didn't really stop his villains, you know, mm-hmm. he caught eventually, you know, you know, does what a superhero does and saves the day and all that stuff. But uh, again, not to give too much away, because I know you haven't seen the movie. He doesn't really stop anybody completely, you know, um, right. I, we will talk about this more when you watch the movie, but 
Uh, you, you'll see what I'm talking about. But anyway, uh, again, Robert Patterson, number five. Okay. Now, who was your pick for number four? Number four, I have Kevin Conroy. Kevin um, Conroy. Yeah. And uh, more of and, – and it's uh, kind of um, – it's kind of more because I think he deserves – more notoriety uh because he's been batman in the animated series for so long which is one of the questions that you brought up are we including animated voice actors as well and i was like not really but i did tell you oh but kevin conroy's on my list you know Mm -hmm. kevin conroy he was in the arrowverse the cw show for like he was in that uh what was it called the crisis or whatever you made an appearance yeah, yeah. in that. Crisis on, uh, on Infinite Earths. Yeah. Yeah. And so he sh- he made an appearance in terms of like action and all that stuff. He was already an older gentleman. So he mm-hmm. wasn't doing anything super Batman-like or solving crimes. But it was just you hear his voice and you're like. You know, that's Batman. That's Batman. That's Batman mm-hmm. to me. I don't care what he looks like. That's Batman. Yeah. You know? True, true, true. But who's your number four? Oh, my number four. My number four was actually, since you rooted him out, actually Kevin Conroy was my number four. Oh, Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy is my idea of Batman, of Mm -hmm. what Batman is. He's his essence. The way he acts, the way he, he voices Batman, that's how I imagine Batman would be. Mm hmm. You know, and not only did he do the animated series, he actually did some of the voices for the other movies that came out. Like one of my personal favorites was um, Batman Superman um, Fugitives. Mm. Uh, um, no, um, Public Enemy. Public Enemy, yes. Right. Yeah, I know which, which one you're one talking of about. My, which is one of my favorite movies when it comes to him playing Batman and the, the original voice for Superman as well, which I don't, for some reason, escapes me. But Yes, those movies that he did along the lines, as well as some of the the flash the flashpoint movies as well. He actually perfect, perfect Batman. Even it, no matter what Batman looks like, that voice just fits the character. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do when this guy like decides he doesn't want to do Batman anymore. Oh wow! Yeah, I have no idea what to do. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I think he's a he's he's Batman. That voice is Batman. Exactly. Yeah. That voice is exactly Batman. That voice is exactly Batman. That's why I can't I can't I can't see nobody playing a Batman other than him. You know? So so uh, who who do you have for number three? Oh, number three, I have Ben Affleck. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got I got Ben Affleck for number three as well. All right, I have Ben Affleck as number three. Due to the fact that in the three movies that he's, well, the two movies that he's done so far, which is Batman vs Superman and Justice League, he actually does portray an older Batman, which is w- one of my favorite characters when it comes to the comic books, which is Batman Dark Knight Returns. You know, he's an older, gritty, beat up Batman. You know, and he fits that. He fits the profile. Exactly. Mm. The voicing, the the way he looks, the structure of what what he looks like 
he he does portray that that older looking Batman, which is what I like. Mm-hmm. You know, I sort of did like I said, I enjoy the book. And when I saw him, I was like, man, he's actually playing the Dark Knight Batman. Yeah, which is what I really do like. You know? I. Uh... I, I like Ben Affleck a lot um, mm-hmm. for the role. I wish he would have stayed being Batman. Uh, I know. I think he was a, a great Batman. He mm-hmm. was, you know, especially like in, in his portrayal, I, I thought he was, I thought he fit the role. He looks, he looks like Batman to me, you know? Yeah. He, um, he really bulked up for the role too. I thought that was mm-hmm. you know, super, super cool. But I think there was a lot of problems with him being Batman and, and mm-hmm. I think it came from the studio, the disagreements between him and the studio. And I think the other part of it, too, is the physical aspect of playing a superhero. You have to look the part and keeping up that that physique is a fucking motherfucker, man. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care how old you are. That is a son of a bitch trying to keep a physique like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I could see maybe maybe he was just like, you know what? This is too fucking hard, you know? Yeah, uh, I, I don't blame him for either backing out because of um, trying to, you know, keep the the physique going or if just between that and the fact that he had all these disagreements with the studio and all that stuff. It's too bad because I think he would have been a great Batman. Um, there yeah. was a lot of potential there, which is unfortunate. I think that we didn't get to see like a Ben Affleck Batman movie. I, I would have. Oh, that been, would, yeah, that would have been awesome. Been that. It would have been awesome. Super awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's too bad. It's really, really too bad, but whatever. Sad. Who do you have for number two? (laughs) I think you already know. (laughs) Is it Michael Keaton? Yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. Like, how come we're, this is like, you know, when we do these lists, we're like too close on Uh the opinions. Dude, Michael Keaton. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Because first of all, in my opinion, he's the one who started it in the movie scene. Okay, even though it was um, co-produced the movies. Um, you directed uh, by uh, uh, Tim Burton. Tim Burton, okay. Tim Burton's version of Batman is dark. All his stuff is dark. Mm. But it was loony at the same time. Yeah. You know, there you got his his quirky outbursts about how he, what a city looks like. And then the, the shadowing, the the darkness, the people, you know, it's, uh, it's all to me, like when I first watched the first Batman movie, I was like, wow, wow. You know, finally a decent, a decent superhero movie, you know? Yeah. It's, it's kooky. It's dark. It's, it has its humors. And out of all people, why Michael Keaton to play Batman, which by the way, he played it to the T, you know? And I'm sort of loving the rumors that if they make that Batman Beyond movie, he's going to be playing Bruce Wayne, no the Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, which I can't, if it does happen, I, I swear to God, I want to camp out in the theater just to go watch, be the first person to watch it. <laughs> well, have you heard what the rumors are for that, for that movie? Is that he's going to be old Batman and they're going to mm-hmm. have a, a Batgirl, essentially, a Batgirl Beyond. Yeah, no, but Batman Beyond will be a female. Yeah. Yes. So yes. I'm actually into that. Like, I think that'd be cool. You know, mm-hmm. I think that'd be really, really cool. Um, <clears throat> I wonder if they'll call her like Batgirl Beyond or Batwoman Beyond. You know, mm-hmm. we'll we'll see how that goes. I'm into that. I think it'll be interesting because I mean we've already seen Batman Beyond, right? Oh uh, yeah. We need a new take. 
right? You know, I, I think mm-hmm. swapping, swapping the gender, swapping the race, swapping all these things, like trying to figure out a new way to tell this story. It'd be awesome. Well, I've, there is there is a female be, uh, Batman Beyond. Oh, is there? There is one, yes. Oh, I didn't know there that. Yeah, it's, uh, she came out in a new 52. Oh, well, in the after, comic after books. That, in, the, in the comics, there was a flash, uh, was it the Flashpoint? Another mm-hmm. Flashpoint? There was a female Batman Beyond, and she was known as the Batwoman. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. And, yeah. Well, um, well, I don't want to run off on a tangent because I do have. You know what we should talk? We should talk about alternate Batmans after after this. Okay, but, sure. But, I got a couple. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Michael Keaton. I like Michael Keaton for this for a lot of the same reasons that you talk about. It, it for me at least. I mean, of course, Adam West was the first Batman that I remember. Mm-hmm. But when it came to when it comes to like who I really kind of think about when I think about Batman, it's, it's Michael Keaton mm-hmm. and the film noir type style, that dark style that you were talking about that Tim Burton brought to those films. And one of the things that Tim Burton does is too, is he does a lot of stages. So he puts these, he makes, he doesn't shoot on the street. He'll go to like a, a film stage and mm-hmm. set everything up and that's why everything looks so dramatic because he has so much control over the lighting you know right uh, it, it gives it more of a um kind of a cartoony feel that to it right makes everything exactly. loony, like you're like you're talking about also the characters were so overblown too right like they were so oh yeah gigantic in terms of like their personalities yeah. and keaton's kind of quiet demeanor in when he played Batman, I was, I just thought it was amazing. Cause when, I mean, just like every time you hear somebody new playing a, a superhero, you think that's, that's not going to work. Michael mm-hmm. Keaton, I think was the first person that kind of realized that like they said, Oh, Michael Keaton's going to be Batman. Everybody was like, Mr. Mom, mm-hmm. Mr. Mom's going to be Batman. <laughs> Beetlejuice is going to be Batman. Nah, mm-hmm. man, that's not going to work. That's stupid. He shows up. He does the part. He was Batman for two movies. People love and that's, it. And that's what I was about to point out. He is the only one who played two Batman in that series. Who played two Batmans? He plays two Batman. He, no, I mean, he played Batman and then Batman Returns. He was the only one who actually had a returning role as Batman. Okay, yeah. Because after that, you had your Val Kilmer. Then George you had, Clooney. Uh, and you had George Clooney. I mean, other than that, who, no one else had portrayed Batman more than once, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what st- stood out. And he, and in both movies, he was a killer. He killed the, he killed the role. Oh, like he was best. He was the best one. At, at oh, I'm role. like, wait a minute. Who did he kill? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I think, I guess he did kill the Joker, right? He slipped on his own. <laughs> he slipped on his own. I'm he, he slipped on. Mm-hmm. He slipped. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's what that, and that's why I'm. That's why I'm gonna tell the, the court. Yeah, uh-huh. that's, that's exactly what happened. He slipped. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, like, uh, yeah, I just loved Michael Keaton, and uh, he was. I don't know what it was, but just like his, his again, his his persona, he had presence, uh-huh. right? And yeah, um, he did have presence. And so I, I don't know if anybody has that anymore. It was a very dramatic movie or two movies. Uh-huh. 
they don't play that drama up anymore as they as they did everybody's going super realistic yeah and, and none of this kind of like make-believe you know, fantasy type dream world yeah you know? because and, like, you, know, it, you kind of feel a little high when you're watching, <laughs> when yeah, you're watching michael keaton batman uh, or all those movies too like i mean including like that first series with michael keaton val kilmer george clooney all those movies were like they were wacky, man. And as They're they went there, on, yeah. they They're are. There, yeah. Yeah. Which is what, what what I liked about that series was that, you know, he, uh, Tim Burton tried to bring as much as he could and his idea of what the comic book was, well, the way the comic book was supposed to be shown. Mm-hmm. Right. But at the same time, it's loony. It you is know? Loony. It's like it's It's crazy. But it's, it all makes sense at the end. Yeah. You know, he you have you have the penguin. First of all, you have the penguin. He was he was really out there. The way that, he looked, the way that penguin was like the penguin from the cartoon, dude. Exactly, it was. It was actually the cartoon was based off of that that penguin. Are you sure? Positive. If you look, if you look at that 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 penguin did not make his appearance until the second movie. So. Oh. They had him, and then later on, they made it. They made it so his nose was a little bit bigger, you know, when he did the Batman Superman series, the animated series. And um, I was like, wow, you know. Same thing with the Joker. The Joker, whoever thought that, um, what's his name? Uh, yeah. You're talking about Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Okay, the way he portrayed the Joker was a little bit of the '70s joker and sort of bit of the comic joker you know mm-hmm. and i and i sort of liked how he was like joking throughout the entire time i loved it I loved so it. you are absolutely right because the first batman was like in 1989 uh, shortly thereafter the animated series happened in 1992 right which is when so, batman returns debut yeah so like you are mm-hmm. absolutely right the michael keaton batman preceded the movies but mm-hmm. uh, that's what I was doing, looking up when I was looking at my phone. So please don't think I was being rude. Yeah. Um, no, you're rude. You're rude. You're rude. No. <laughs> <laughs> so who's your number one? All right. I don't know. Count of three, I want you to say, because we both know who it is. Okay. Yeah. On the count of three, we all both right. say it, all right? One, two, three. Val Christian Comer. Bale. Ooh. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to Val Kilmer. Of course Kilmer. he's Christian, man. Yeah, of course, yeah. Be Christian, man. Come on, man. Uh, bro, Val Kilmer. Oh, uh, poor <laughs> Val. He's, he's getting a lot of flack on this one. Uh, he got actually left off the list, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. he's not even on my list. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I would put I would put Adam, Adam West on this list before I would put him. In fact, I wanted to put Adam West on here, but I felt... Adam West or Kevin Conroy? Oh, like somebody's got to get slipped off here, you know, like, uh, like, uh, but I guess he can be part of our honorable mentions along with uh, Robert Lowry and, and Lois uh, and Lewis uh, G. Wilson. But anyway, uh, Christian Bale. So what are, what are your reasons for Christian Bale? The reason I like Christian Bale so much as Batman was the fact that it was more, it was realistic at, to a certain point. Okay. He went to go train. He was with the League of Shadow for a bit. The way he presented himself was like a guy that was really, really trying to find a purpose. Okay, first of all, they, they actually, what it was is that they built, they built on the character. Okay, he wasn't Batman 
automatically he was first Bruce Wayne who's trying to find himself so that he could become the bat you know and I sort of love that character build up from there and yes I did love the action I did love the costumes and the, the it was so realistic to me like yeah you know that that is possible that vehicle the tumbler yeah that's possible as well you know and um the way he he just portrayed batman was like no bullshit mm-hmm. you know um i'm i'm batman I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess you up and yes i took an ass whooping at some point but now i'm here you know i um i especially like christian bale for the role only because he was like you're saying after the michael keaton movies or those set of movies there was a bit of a break right um Mm -hmm. you know from 1997 to 2005 all right you know there was a bit of a break and then like when he came into the scene um one of the things were like oh you know like another batman movie like this is weird you know but then like the direction they took it he was the first like ultra real Batman, like you're saying, like he was, he was possible, you know, assuming that you have the money to buy all these things, he was possible. He was also the first Batman to introduce the insane, like muscle vehicle, right? Like he basically had like a super tank that was Mm -hmm. fast, right? Yeah. And, um, and then he had this insane motorcycle thing that popped out out of it. Mm-hmm. When that sucker made it onto the screen, and you hear that sucker go, it was, it just knocked my socks off, man. I mean, every year, every time they make a new Batman movie, people are always like, "What is the car going to be like?" Right? Because I mean, mm-hmm. especially after the first Batman, you get to see that first bat, that Michael Keaton Batmobile was badass. Oh. That is badass. To this day, it's still one ranks number one in my book. Well, I mean, think about it though. It was it it was a fast car, or at least it was. Mm -hmm. It gave the impression that it was a fast car, but it had this cocoon. Remember, it would shield up. Oh, the the shield, the the body armor. Yeah, the car armor. Yeah, yeah. So that that armor would come on whenever he was away from the vehicle, or whenever the Mm -hmm. vehicle needed to be protected. It also served as like almost like a padlock, you know, so that was interesting. But the tumbler was just something new, man. That was completely oh. new. It was, it right. was, it was awesome. It was fast, but it was a tank. And it, and it had three forms. Yeah. The Cause first, it, the, the tank and then the motorcycle, and then the, the hydro, the hovercraft, the hovercraft. Yeah. in part three, no, in part too he he turned into a hovercraft oh, i don't remember that yeah but anyway like yeah but i think i think the other reason and not to take anything away from christian bale i think the one the other reason is too is, is that he got an opportunity to play next to uh heath ledger as oh, the joker yeah. i i feel like oh, you man. know with that portrayal of the joker you can almost not fail as being the batman you know, like I think anybody mm-hmm. could have played Batman next to that and been an awesome Batman, you know, uh, Christian Bale really brought it to the role. I mean, he really like just like all these Batmans, you know, he really trained and, and got really muscular and 
he, he had a dedication to the role for sure that uh i think wasn't seen prior to this you know but yeah anyway that's my take on christian bale uh, there's just the christopher nolan like versions of the batman was just so cool man yeah that idea of batman is was being more like you said hardcore realistic no fancy like oh i'm shooting lasers out of my cave or this and that and everything no all the stuff that he uses stuff that people actually have mm. like the grappling gun is actually a real gun you know because i i've saw i seen some documentaries of like uh mythbusters it was one of them when they did like the batman special and they actually talk about how some of that stuff is actually is plausible wow and one of them was a gas pressure gun gatling uh, not a gatling gun uh that um grapple gun mm-hmm. works you know it's just, it's just it, was cr- it was crazy i just loved it the realist the realism of it the, the storylines were, were all good you know and like i said yeah he were played beside heath ledger come on man now that to me is like a crazy realistic joker you know i loved it i loved that i love those movies yeah those were one of the dark knight rising series i loved it i love those movies too and um, I think my biggest disappointment was Nolan's take on Bane. Mm, I, I think yeah. I wish he would have found a way to make Bane more comics accurate because Bane was basically an evil Batman, except on Pretty steroids. Much. You know, right? Exactly. He was just as smart as Batman and all that stuff, but he was just really strong. You know, because he had that the the poison. Uh, or the venom it's called, right? The the venom. The venom. But yeah. god damn, I wish they would have just went that route instead of this weird kind of take where he was like a follower of the Al Ghuls and yeah. uh, you know, and the Talia Al Ghul ended up being like the mastermind. I just that just kind of like it was cool. Don't get me wrong, it was all very cool. Talia Al Ghul on a in a yeah. on the screen that's dope. Yeah, that was dope. I did like that. I, I, didn't, I didn't even think about that until she said it. And I'm yeah. like, what? I thought Bane was the brains of this. And like, nope. It was her. Yeah. Like, I, crazy. I was, I mean, I, I'm into that. Don't get me wrong. I just wish they didn't do that to Bane, you know? True. I, but whatever. I mean, so here, so like, uh, let's talk about alternative versions of, of Batman uh, mm-hmm. or Batman. What is your number one favorite alternative version of Batman? <laughs> My favorite alternative Batman is the Batman that laughs. Oh shit! Yeah, and one of I... my. Why is that? Yeah, because it's. I don't know, maybe because I like metal. <laughs> but that Joker, I mean, that Batman, is actually. A joker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty much what it is is the exact same time. Supposedly, supposedly that in that multiverse, that Batman was this is practically the same as the Batman from Earth One, except for one little difference. He wasn't able to save himself from the Joker virus. Mm. So when he got infected, he started. How, how do you say 
judging people for the littlest things, jaywalking, throwing littering, stuff like that, to the point where he went insane and decided to give his idea of justice, which is a very, very sick justice. Wow. And that in that line, all the Robins, besides not not including um uh, the first Robin, which is what Tim Drake. I can't remember the uh, the, well, the first Jack that one. He sort of manip- you could say gave them the virus as well, and turned Nightwing into the Robin King. Wow! And all the other Robins became dogs jesus had them on leashes and they were pretty much his hounds mm-hmm. for not not for the not for the king but for the batman that laughs yeah and he, his idea is like this guy is just as smart as batman and joker combined and just as sick yeah so now, is he uh so i mean obviously he's a villain right so who's but considered a, a Batman? But who is the hero in that in that world? There is no hero. Jesus Christ! He's actually so smart that he actually converted the whole Justice League into um into like Joker versions of Joker versions of himself of of the Joker, of, Superman included. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there is no hero, per se, in that universe. Jesus Christ. Right. So um, my favorite Batman is Thomas Wayne Batman. The Batman from the Flashpoint Batman. Oh, yes. I do like that Batman. I love that Batman. He is a badass. He's a doctor. Uh-huh. And he carries guns. He actually uses yeah. guns. So he, yes. can, he can kick your ass and then he can put you back together. You know, like. Mm-hmm. And then kill you. And then kill you, yes. <laughs> yeah, or, pretty much. Yeah, but he is a much more vicious Batman, right? right. Uh, but also, like, I think one of my, you know, obviously one of the high points in the story. There's a lot of good points in this story. Uh, but one of my favorite points is that he writes a letter to his son. Oh, yes. From the alternate timeline, right? He writes uh-huh. his letter to Bruce. And he sends the flash back into the past to change everything. And he gives that letter to Bruce. And it was just, wow. You know? Wild. It was a very wild concept. And I loved it. And the twist part of that that timeline is his wife becomes the Joker. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the the wife is the Joker. Right. And I'm like, what? That is crazy. But I mean, she went insane when they when his son Bruce died. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was great. It was crazy, 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 crazy. I love that storyline though. I do love that story. Yeah, I, lo- I yeah. love that storyline too. Um mm-hmm. I wish there was uh there was more story there for that Batman. Yes. You know, he's made appearances here and there. Like they brought him back here and there, but for the most part, he's, he's not there. You know, he doesn't have a comic book out. Uh, Not that I know of. Uh, He did make an appearance in, in one of the, in like a flash story. 
uh, but I can't remember what the point was. Oh. But anyway, he's a great Batman. That that's a great Batman. He's my favorite Batman. Right. I mean, of course, you know, I love the Batman Beyond. I, I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. But one of the problems with Batman Beyond is that part of what makes Batman Batman is how smart he is and how well skilled he is as a martial artist. Mm-hmm. And Terry McGinnis, at least in the cartoon, he's been kind of given this suit and the suit does all kind of the work. Yeah. The suit yeah. is a power suit. Yeah. And so, yeah, so they did make a point uh, at one point during the series to have him do Batman-like stuff, but without the suit to kind of Mm -hmm. give him more, you know, credibility. But in the end, for the most part, you know, that Batman, he needs a suit. Uh, Can you argue that Batman needs his utility belt? Sure. But Bruce can still kick your ass, you know? And he's, he's, like you said, he's a, um, you could say he like calculates the situation before in his head before he acts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You so he, he does a good job of like analyzing and kind of perceiving and kind of planning. Mm-hmm. He's really smart at that. Right. He's, yeah. He's, he's really good at, at that kind of stuff. Um, like planning and kind of figuring all your weak points out, kind of you know mm-hmm. and planning for that right because i mean what i like about that batman you know mm-hmm. did you ever see it? did you ever see that story uh that comic uh that um the animated movie where batman has a like i think it's called doom there's an animated cartoon movie mm-hmm. i believe it's called doom you know the legion of doom somehow figures out how to hack Batman's computer, which I find amazing. And they get the plans to kind of kill all the justice leaguers. Right. Right. Batman has. Yeah. That was, that's the one called uh, justice league doom. Yes. And it is, it has. uh, Yeah. Vandal Savage, Cheetah, Bane, Metallo and mirror master. Mm. Okay. As the Legion. Yes. And oh, and some and uh, another version of Martian Manhunter. Oh yeah, that that evil uh, Martian Manhunter. Right. Yeah, right. So in that storyline, he calculates they break the Mirror Master snuck into the Batcave, hacked his computer, which is I find impossible, but he did it anyway. Mm. Hacked the back computer, found the file of how to take down every League member. Okay, and the way to counter Batman, he sent Bane. Yeah, and that was the one thing they fucked up on. Yeah, because they didn't have a plan for Batman. Batman doesn't plan right. for himself. Right. You know? Well, apparently the Justice League was the plan to count, to stop him. Mm. That that's the point they made at the end. Well, what plan do we have to stop you? Well, the League was my plan. Yeah. You know. So, but yeah, that was that was a good movie. But I like also the one, the Crisis on Two Earths, oh, dude. where he meets his, where he meets his counterpart, Owl yeah. Man. Owl Man, uh-huh. yeah. And dude. that dude was crazy. <laughs> what an what an awesome movie that movie. I mean, that was the first time I ever saw an evil Justice League. All right, mm-hmm. God damn, that was so good because that's the uh, Justice League 
from Earth Three. They're they're called the, the, the syndicate. The, no, the crime syndicate. The crime syndicate. Okay. Yeah. What they fucking what that owl man wanted to do was he he had this concept in his head is just like you know if I blow up the Earth, nobody in the universe would even care, right? Mm -hmm. But if I blow exactly. up the Earth in every universe throughout the multiverse, that would matter. That was the mm -hmm. only the only thing he wanted to do. He wanted to matter. He wanted to matter to the universe. Yeah. Fucking psycho. <laughs> yeah, but in that movie, in that movie too, Batman, Batman knew that whoever he was going to send to run either Flash or Johnny Quick, they were going to die. Oh yeah, that's right. And he like and he and he told he told Flash, you're not fast enough. And but he, he is. Yeah. And he let his ego get the best of him and he started running. He knew it. He knew he was going to die. No, now, I don't know. I don't, yeah, or exactly. He knew. No, Johnny he Quick. Knew. Johnny Quick didn't know he was going to die. Batman no, no, did. No, no, Batman did. Yeah. Batman did. And that was cold-blooded. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? He's like, go on, mate. It's like, oh, shoot. He get, and then everyone's just looking at him like, you knew he was going to die? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm over <laughs> Fuck, dude. Isn't that cold-blooded, dude? That That's cold-blooded. That's, That's cold-blooded, bro. It's the coldest, bro. Like... Like, okay, granted, he saved his friend, the Flash, right? Uh-huh, right. But he sent this other motherfucker to his death. Right, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, I what can you do? That. What can you do, though? Like, you got to save the fucking given, given the multiverse. Choice, given the choice, I would have done the same thing. Mm. I would have say, hey, I'd rather have someone I don't know get killed rather than have my buddy killed. Well, he wasn't just sending someone he doesn't know. He was sending an asshole. Right, like a fucking villain. He was making a villain save the the multiverse. Right, right. So I mean, it's fucked up. In a sense, he made a villain a hero. Right, but at the same time, uh -huh. he sacrificed a human being to save the multiverse. I guess whatever exactly. you know, it's cold. That is fucking cold. But what do you what are you left to do? The yeah. other thing too is like, how creepy is that owl man? Right. That whole world was crazy, dude. But you yeah. know, one comic book you got to look up that I fucking love is Forever Evil. Forever Evil is a is a compilation of of books, right? It's one of these mm -hmm. like uh, you know, volumes that they put together. It is fucking awesome. It is fucking mm -hmm. awesome. For whatever reason, I don't know too much in, in terms of like what led up to the story, but uh, the the crime syndicate was being chased by something and you don't really find out until the end or or later on why they were running they were jumping multiverse to multiverse and so they eventually came to earth one and took it over right and what they did was they trapped the whole justice league inside firestorm and then captured and kept firestorm hostage meanwhile you know anybody else who got in the way got murdered right uh batman was somehow out and about running around of course because batman always knows shit's happening and he figures out how to like worm his way out of this but batman yeah. is in the background in this story like he he eventually hooks up with the people that save the world but 
the fucking awesome part about this fucking this comic book forever evil is the crime syndicate has taken over the world and they've taken all these villains in and made like this super giant like you know how you have justice league unlimited they made this mm-hmm. like crime syndicate unlimited you know and they have all these dudes that are like all these people that are villains working for them or they get fucking offed right so then uh they take this they take over the world and the people that 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 save the day are lex luther uh i i believe uh bizarro uh captain cold uh black manta i forget who else but it was like all these awesome villains dude uh you know legion Pretty much the founding members of the Legion. Pretty much the Legion, right? The Legion of Doom. Lex Luthor's in there yeah. too. Yeah. Like the Legion is basically saving the world because they were like, well, you know, like these guys are going to fucking kill everybody and destroy this planet. Like that's, you know, like I live here. <laughs> so it's like, I don't want that shit, you know? So yep. like these dudes are like, they're fucking up the neighborhood. <laughs> You know, they go out there and they and they save the fucking day. You know, it was awesome because, of course, in this in a situation where you have all these overpowered characters, like these super overpowered characters like Superman and and the Flash and all these characters that can just fucking save the day by themselves. Almost mm-hmm. what they did is, of course, they take those guys and they put them in a box. Right. And then let all the normal people run around trying to get to the box and let them out. Right. That's how you make the story amazing. It was it was so good, man. It was so good. And then like, it's called forever evil, forever evil, dude. I highly, forever highly evil. recommend it. It was, it's one of my favorite DC books. Uh, I mm. don't, yeah, I, I love like Marvel and all the Marvel stories. And there's very few DC comics that I like. Uh, Flash is for whatever reason, been really good for me, mm-hmm. but forever evil, man, that's fucking dope. That and the, mm. And the first um, Justice League, it doesn't matter. But like that Forever Evil, so good. So good, dude. There is one book that I like that had a real good version of Batman on it. What was that? Um, Alex Ross's Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come? Yeah. One of my favorite books, man. You know, where it's like the Superman was supposed to, it, you could say that's how the, the syndicate started. They, they made the story where supposedly J- Joker had had nuked, had killed Lois. And instead of killing her, killing him, him uh, another superhero power, another super strong guy like Superman called Mongo kills Joker. And mm. Metropolis votes him as the new Superman. So he leads the Justice League against um, some radioactive team, and they're fighting in Kansas. Wow. And supposedly, at this point, Superman was still Superman, but nobody was a, no one wanted him as a, a hero. The bad guys do something where they rip Captain Adam's suit, and he goes nuclear and nukes all of Kansas. Ooh. Yeah. So that's when Superman says, this is the guy you want to protect you. I'm gone. So he tries to 
he tries to um make Kansas livable again. So he has his little farm, a couple cows, and then that Batman, you know, just as he broke up at that point, right? Mm-hmm. And Superman is like I said, raising a little piece of he's doing his little thing in Kansas and a dead Kansas because he can't there's nothing that grows in that in that that part of the country. Superman actually is older and he's wearing an exoskeleton to move around, right? Superman or Batman? Batman, my fault. Batman. Yeah. Batman's wearing a in Gotham. So every he actually polices Gotham with a bunch of robots. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I sort of like that Batman, right there, the exo armor type Iron Man wannabe. But is that uh, Batman? Is, but is that Batman a good Batman or kind of like a like a Batman, kind of like an evil Batman almost? No, he's actually a good Batman. He just like, doesn't care about anybody but Gotham. Because mm, I, I got the impression that the whole, because there's a few iterations of this kind of story where Batman takes over and becomes a little bit of a dictator. But I I don't know those stories very well, and uh, I could have sworn that there was like Bam, there was Batman Inc. and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, this story with the robots where you're talking about Kingdom Come. I thought he was possibly an evil Batman because he he no he he likes like um Gotham is a police state now. Yeah, you see, I don't know about that man. That doesn't sound yeah, like a good so- guy. Well, he actually polices the crime is down. That's that's his point, you know. Mm. They actually, you know, they what's, know what, Batman. What, what's freedom like, though? Yep. People are. They said people are, are in the book. The people are are not afraid to walk at night. Okay. Okay, but you know you can't really do anything wrong because then the robots can be anywhere. They can be cars. They can be whatever. And that's the thing, though. They're everywhere. You know, I never read Kingdom Come. I should look that up. You should look it up. It's a great book. Yeah, I know. The, art, I, the artwork by Alex Ross is like... It's fantastic. I think not fantastic. Isn't it like all oil painting, too? Or is it like, how did he do all that? I know that they're like, the, the oh. art is... I believe it's oil painting. I, it's all oil painting. Like, yeah, well, I want to say it's all... But it's a beautiful book. It's a beautiful I, wonder, book. I wonder what the, what the cost of one of those panels would be Ooh. they gotta be like, like Alex, thousands i gotta look you this gotta up. look it up you gotta look it up bro yeah look it up. now we interrupt the podcast to let you know that if you're building a website and you need a hosting service bluehost is definitely the way to go if especially if you're building it in uh wordpress for example it's the hosting service i use for my website the flow real podcast and they're super dependable never had a problem easy to use i highly recommend them make sure you use the referral link in the description so that bluehost knows i sent you also the music you're listening to here comes from epidemic sound now epidemic sound is a great service which allows you to get licenses to music with a very affordable monthly plan it's great and you can get a 30-day free trial if you act now with over 35,000 tracks and 90,000 sound effects you will find all that you will need for your projects when you head over to epidemic sound make sure you use my referral link in the description so they know that i sent you now i just recently started using monday um monday.com has what they call an 
work operating system, a work OS. What it is is a work management software. It's more than just a to-do list. It allows you to work with teams. You can put timelines on things. It organizes your projects in a very easy to read dashboard and it's super customizable. I love it, just started using it. Uh, I'm sharing it with my teams now. It's a great tool for you to use for your work, especially nowadays when we're working from home and we're a little more disconnected. We don't have the people in front of us to ask questions about where is this project? How are you doing on this? What's the timeline, et cetera, et cetera. So with Monday, it makes it very easy for you to kind of keep an eye on things. I love it. I love it. It's an amazing piece of software. I highly recommend it. And when you make your way over to monday.com, make sure you use my referral link in the description. Another alternative version of Batman that I like was um, Nightfall Batman. When Bane got rid of got rid of the original Batman and the successor, actually, who ends up being Azrael, um, takes up the mantle as Batman and alternates the suit to a battle armor. That was one of my. That was also a night. Uh, which happened around the same time Batman when Superman died. Mm. Superman died. Bane fucks up. Um, fucks up on um, Batman. He can't walk anymore, and he's wearing the uh, the guy he takes over and wears the Nexo suit. That was the uh, that was Nightfall. Which other Batman was there? There was a couple Batman that I like. So get this, just uh-huh. a print of a certified print of one of Alex Ross's panels. Yeah. Just a print. Not an actual co- like not an original, a print. 1395. But what's the size? <laughs> is, it wor- <laughs> is it worth the price? You know, you give me a little page like this, I'm gonna get mad. Dude, okay? for for a thousand dollars, that motherfucker better be a mural, man. Like yeah, that's that exactly motherfucker. It's no, gotta be a mural. No, dude, it's not. It's probably just like your regular size kind of like like Ultra painting. Size poster size painting like you know like yeah. I, I can't imagine that's gonna be a full-fledged mural man like uh you're yeah. lucky if it'll be bigger than i mean i don't know maybe it is bigger than that but uh, <laughs> I, i'd be i'd be i'd be amazed if it was bigger than 24 by 36 yeah. it doesn't say oh each dramatic print or piece is 48 by 22 Ooh. and signed by alex ross and they're given you're given a certificate of authenticity and Ooh. the price is $1395 and this is this is something i i just quickly found here on the sci-fi website sci-fi.com but yeah like that's ridiculous it, and it, how big is it again 44 by what so it's it's okay so each dramatic 48 inch width by 22 inch height piece is hand signed by alex ross reproduced as a gickly i don't know how to pronounce that on elegance velvet canvas and is individually numbered out of a total of of size of 25. the price per print is 1395 and it includes an official certificate of authenticity i just want the cover fuck that 
<laughs> I want the cover. I don't. I don't care about anything else. Just give me the cover. I, I don't. I don't even know what what panel it would be. Like what it looks like. That's the that's the thing. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna pay a thousand dollars, I want to pick the one I want. I think it's the there's like the the one that I think I'm I've found. I think it's the one where like the Justice League are sitting around the table, mm -hmm. and it and the table is I think. It's no, it's it's all the all the Justice Leaguers on one side, with mm -hmm. the with old Superman and that black symbol, and then mm -hmm. there's a reflection underneath, and I can't tell who that is. It looks like it's Shazam and stuff in the reflection. So like, there's a reflection of the Justice League in the table, and on the other side in the reflection, you have alternate versions of of the superheroes. That's right. Shazam was the bad guy in that one. That was their that was their uh, weapon against Superman. It was Shazam. It wasn't like, uh, what's his name? Um, Black Adam or somebody? No, it was Shazam. That's interesting. That is worth a grand. You you would pay that? I'd pay that shit. I'll put it on Epsi right now. Let me see if I can get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it in payment. I'll get it. $1,395. I don't think they have layaway. I think they're gonna want that. Nah, <laughs> I, put it on, I put it on Clary. I pay. I pay it off in four months. <laughs> six months. <laughs> six months. Maybe a year. I don't know. <laughs> six months is all I can do, bro. Yeah. All right, six months. That's, that's the limit. Okay. But yeah, dude, it's like Alex Ross is that Kingdom Come series, man. I highly advise that you read it, bro. I'll it's check it out. Really good story. I gotta check I'm it out. I'm gonna check out that Forever Evil. I, I, you know me. I buy books all the mm. time. So I'll buy that Forever Evil. Dude, that Forever Evil is so good, dude. So good. I'm still waiting for the Ninja Turtle book to come out. I'm still waiting for the all four issues to come out on that one. Uh, what's the name of that book again you told me about? Ronin. Ronin, right. Ronin. The last Ronin. It, it's not all out yet? It's out. It's just that uh, they're, I think they're trying to make their money off the single comics. Because I can get the single comics now. I just don't want to. I want the book. I want the real big, thick book. Yeah, I want. So, I want the compiled book myself. Yeah, well. that's pretty much how I get my books. I, I plan to go to a convention this August, and I plan to stock up on some books that I've been looking for. Hmm. Yeah, you see, I have digital copies of everything, mostly because yeah. I, I don't. Uh, uh, it, it's just yeah, you run out of space, you know, and it's just mm -hmm. like you know, especially like if you don't know you're gonna like something, you know. So right. I'll pick something up and and I'll read it, but like I might get myself a like an actual hard copy of a Forever Evil. Uh, one copy that I have that I really enjoyed, uh, I got before I ever started collecting digital copies of stuff, was uh, Wolverine: Enemy of the State. Oh yes, that one's yeah, yeah, yeah. fun. That one's great. That's yeah. a great story. I it's, love that. It's nuts. It's just action after action after, you know, it's just, just... It's, he hardly says 50 words. <laughs> yeah. Lots of Bub snick. Does, Bub, you know? Bub only counts once. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, those books, I, I want to get to see if I can get like the complete series of the death of, of Wolverine. Ooh, where he gets like encased in adamantium. Yeah, I want the full. Uh, I know there's three books, mm -hmm. but I want to get them all. I want to get them all because I usually love stories like that. Like, like I told you, I collected the the, the Blackest Night. 
with the Green uh, Lantern series. Yeah, I got, I got that. All, I got all four of those hardcover books. I got the um, the Nightfall. I got all three of those books. The Superman Returns, the Death, and the Funeral for a Friend. I got those. That one's a complete series. And I got the Dark Metal. So the one where it's like it tells the story of the the Batman that laughs mm-hmm. and how he created his own version of a metal Justice League. You know, I would like to and check like, that out. I haven't. I've yeah, never read it. I and mean, they're all, and they're all Batman. Mm-hmm. They're all. There's a Flash Batman. There is yeah. a Aqua Aqua Woman Batman. Oh, that's there interesting. Is a, a super super Batman, a Doomsday Batman, hmm. and they're all like all part of his team. Interesting. Like, like the story I like about those. So we're talking about Ultimate Batman. There's this one where he, Superman goes rogue, and in this, in this, in this, in this world, he's killing off superheroes left and right. Mm. And in order for Batman to stop him, he actually injects himself with the Doomsday virus mm. and com- completely transforms into a Doomsday. Yeah. So it's. A doomsday Batman taking on Superman. And it is a brutal fight throughout the entire comic book. I thought the first time you met was brutal. This is way, way better. Huh. I gotta yeah. check out and that metal still, series. Yeah, it's a dark uh, dark metal. One of the one of the I, I got the three books so far. I think I'm missing one, but I'm not really sure. But I started reading them and I'm like, wow, these these guys are Dark, dark. Mm. You know? hmm. So another series I want to get is that DC Ceased. Oh, Deceased, yeah, where it's like yeah. zombies or something. Like their version of Marvel Zombies. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think the storyline, I hate to say it, the storyline is way better. Uh, the DC yeah, version yeah, versus the Marvel? The DC, yeah, DC version is, is like in the Marvel one. I got all the Marvel books, all the Marvel zombies. Mm-hmm. They really don't. They really don't say how the plague started. None of them. Mm-hmm. You know, they just tell you the outcome of certain individuals and shit like that. But like um, the thing with DC, they actually tell where the virus comes from, how it started, who got infected first, who's who's spreading it, who's going to benefit from all this crap. I was like, oh, I need, I need to read this book because they gave it so high. I mean, it's, I think it's a still ongoing comic mm. right now. So I really would like to get into it. I just need to know where to start, you know? Yeah. And the last book I really want to get is, um, yeah, I just sent a tip of my tongue. I can't remember. Um, no. I can't remember. Damn. I just had it in my head. I was like, oh, this book, I talk about this book. But yeah. And it all deals with the same thing with that that deceased one. I think Batman and then Flash, I think, are the ones who are involved in are the main people in this storyline. So did you see um what's it called? Uh Justice League. Is it war? Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Yes. Yes. With the kind of magic users uh, being part of the mm-hmm. Justice League. Okay. So right. one of the most interesting things that happened in that. Okay. I mean, first of all, everybody like at the end of that, everybody's all jacked, right? Jacked and fucked up. and Ooh, They look yeah. horrible, right? 
Exactly. So then I guess the world is ending at that point. Right. And they basically lost, right? They didn't save the day like they usually no, do. They all die. They and all they, die. They're all going to die. And then on top of that, they're all in horrible shape anyway. They probably want to die. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's his name? I, I can't remember who it was, but someone turned to, to the Flash and was like, hey, you know, just run back in time and reset this motherfucker. That was John Constantine. Yeah. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, you're going to do this? Like, how many times does this shit happen where he, it's, like, reboot the universe? You know, if you think about it. Uh, he's done it a couple times already. Yeah. In the comic books, he's already done it. Like, within within five years, he did it again. Yeah. The first Flashpoint started, and then they that's when the first 52 came out. Yeah. And then, like, maybe four years into it, they did it again. Mm. And I think they did it a third time called New Beginnings. I'm like, reset everything again. I'm like, yeah. Jesus. You know? Yeah. How many times are you going to fucking fuck up the universe and reboot? Well, pretty much three times since DC did it. Three times already said. Well, I mean, they've done it more than that because, I mean, that's what the crisis on Infinite Earths was supposed to be. That was, right. that, well, that was a reboot. That split. Yeah. The reboot and everyone was trying just to get back to earth one yeah they wanted to yeah. compile all the stories and make one true mm-hmm. set of characters and then they were like no let's bring all that shit back <laughs> <laughs> and now you true. got this, now you got this multiverse which is fascinating um yeah i think it's fun like the yeah. chance for people to tell different stories and not be you know set to one it's kind of like what they're doing with them with the with the uh, DC extended universe or the uh, cinematic universe. Yeah. The, the cinematic universe has just gone everywhere. Right. Cause you got, exactly. you got the, the Robert Patterson, Batman, you have a Ben Affleck, Batman. Now you have a Ken, mm-hmm. uh, like a Michael Keaton, Batman in this universe. Right. It's just like, fuck, you know, like this cool, but at the same time, it's a little weird, you know? Well, they first introduced that in a TV series when they did The Crisis. Yeah. They actually went from dimension to dimension. Each one was getting wiped out. They even showed the Birds of Prey universe, which, mm. by the way, there was a Batman in that series. There was a Batman. There, there was a Batman. That guy was... Um, Bruce Thomas. Bruce, Bruce Thomas. Exactly. He played... He actually played Batman in the Birds of Prey. I don't remember. I mean, I watched Birds of Prey, but that was such uh-huh. a long ass time ago. I don't remember. It. Yeah, I think it only lasted like one season. I think so. Yeah, yeah, but they went to every dimension that ever. They went to Smallville. They went to Birds of Prey. They even went to the to the Michael Keaton universe because the the chief of police was sitting on the bench. Yeah. When the when the time when the timeline was getting erased. You know, and I sort of loved that. I was like, oh, my God, they did that? And Kevin Conroy showed up. I'm like, Jesus, well, what do you want? Yeah. that I thought all oh, that was cool. I, I wasn't sure how it was going, how something like that would work until you saw it re- work really well in the Spider-Man movies. Yes. Especially with that last Spider-Man. Because, I mean, you saw, like, basically a test version of it in mm-hmm. Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse, right? The animated version. Right. It was kind of like a experimental, like, let's try this. This is really weird, guys. Look at the comic. Yeah. Look at the aesthetic. It's going to be crazy. 
Yeah, let's but, try it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, and then next thing you know, people loved it, right? So now right. they went ahead and did a live action version with Tobey Maguire, and, uh, Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, all on screen being Peter Parker Spider slash Spider-Man. Yeah. And it just, it's fucking awesome, dude. Phenomenal, imagine them doing that with Batman or Superman or any dude, of those characters. I mean, I don't know I how you could do that with Superman. I don't know. They don't have to. You want to know how they would do it? How I would say they would do it? Make uh, Justice League versus the crime syndicate movie. Yes. Just bring those two together. Just bring them together. Yes. And the cool part is, the cool part is, is just, just for shit and giggles, the the let's say they don't use that bat that Superman from the from the Snyderverse, make him Ultraman from the from the Syndicate. Yeah. That would be so fucking awesome. I swear to God. That that there mm -hmm. would be a good movie. Well, I mean, basically what they were doing was they were going with Injustice, right? Right. But okay, so, there is an Injustice movie out too. Have you seen that one? Yeah, I see. I saw that. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I, I don't know how loyal it is to the comic, but I thought it was fantastic. Pretty much to the point where, like, after he killed the Joker, it was it was something different. Oh, really? Because yeah, because in that universe, he kills the Joker, and they decide they're going to make a league to police the, the planet. Mm. And they did do it to a certain point, but then everyone was like, hey, you're, you're going out of hand here. It's going to be crazy. You know, Wonder Woman was the first one to spot it, but to tell you the truth, in the comic book, Wonder Woman was like his greatest number one supporter. Yeah. You know? So I was like... She was in the movie off, too. Yeah, she was in the movie too, yeah. You know, I wanted to see other guys in it. Like Mr. Terrific, I did like too. He was in there, even though he wasn't he wasn't in the comic book till later on. But yeah, I sort of like I like that the concept of what they were going with it. You know? Did they is that how they how that particular storyline ended with the alternate Superman coming in and, and stopping him? To tell you the truth, I do not remember. At that I thought what they ended up doing was um trapping Superman in the negative zone mm. well that's what i think he ended up doing like he was like yeah just put me wherever it doesn't matter because like right. what they ended up doing is they pulled uh a lois lane in the movie they pulled in the lois right. lane from an alternate universe where superman died uh right. fighting whoever and but she was you know she showed up and she was pregnant with child right and dude just settled down and was just like "Fuck this i screwed up mm -hmm. And he just came yeah. to a realization. He came to that epiphany and was like, all right, you know, just put me wherever I'll stay put. I won't, yeah. you don't have to lock me up. Just, you know, if you need me to like stop a, you know, monster or something, I'll, I'll go ahead. But yeah, just lock me up. And I was yeah, like, damn, much. man, it was deep, man. Cause that, I mean, eventually what they did was they pulled in Superman from earth one. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. I heard Mr. Terrific say, what, what, what word are we? Oh, you're number 38. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it's, um, God damn, I was, uh, me and the kids watched it. The kids cried the whole time. 
because wow. you know they kept seeing people die mm. you know uh and yeah, they did go on a killing spree they killed all those joker fanatics that were in that nightclub he killed them all that was that yeah. was rough that, dude. that was rough yeah you know? superman doing that you see that's what i don't so like as you probably know uh zach snyder got quite a few accolades at the uh oscars this past weekend mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, along with all the other goings on that happened at the Oscars, one of the mm-hmm. things that that got some notice was uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Right mm-hmm. now, I guess there's a little bit of a push to restore the Snyderverse, as they as it's mm-hmm. been called. I don't know, man. I mean, I know that the end the end goal of that story is that eventually they re- they they save. Superman from himself, essentially. Mm-hmm. They save the world from Superman. But the idea that that the strongest man alive is so fragile mentally that when he loses the love of his life, that he would he would freaking freak out. That just does not sit well with me. I really dislike that um, idea because I mean that's what he's doing. He's doing. He's basically doing injustice, mm-hmm. and um, I don't. I'm. I mean, I think it's cool for a comic. I'm not a fan of it on the movie screen, and I still mm-hmm. don't like it. I love. I love all the characters, all the characters and actors that he established in this world. I love the Justice League that he has. I don't like that storyline. I don't want it mm-hmm. for the movie, because I mean, eventually we're gonna see Superman kill somebody. You know. Yeah. Uh, and sure. and how do you bring a character back from that? Okay, so let's say let's say the Flash runs back in time and stops all that shit from happening. That that doesn't stop the idea that this guy's a ticking time bomb. True. Yeah. There's nothing that doesn't you know that that doesn't help him become a better person. Like so, I'm curious how they're gonna like fix this because i think that that there's a problem there with that story and and you're tarnishing a character it's interesting when it's an alternate universe or whatever and i I think that would work you think so i I think so i would think like okay like the first justice league movie yeah it, it had its moments okay it was a good movie don't get me wrong. I did like it, but I like the Snyderverse better. That's my opinion. That's that's just my opinion. Are you and, talking about the the uh, Joss Whedon version versus the the Zack Snyder version? Right now, if they make a part two to this, they it would be it would be a good idea, like what they did with the first one. Have two directors direct two different movies. No, they no. Okay, so look, here's what happened. And I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to, to so harshly disagree. Here's this whole story with the first one. The first mm-hmm. one was uh, Zack Snyder had a horrible thing happen in his family. His daughter committed suicide. He tried to keep going with the film, knowing that how important it was. But eventually, it, it took a toll on him, the, the passing mm-hmm. of his daughter. Just like any person would. I mean, this something horrible like that happens, God forbid. Don't, nobody knows how they would deal with it, right? And it's amazing that he yeah. even continued to uh, try to helm the movie while this was going on. But eventually he said, I can't do this. You know, I just, I can't do this. 
And so he stepped away. I think another part of the story was too, is, is that the, the, and, and I don't know this for sure. Cause I, I, I really don't know, but I, I know that there was, there was some kind of pushback uh, along the way from the executives at the uh, at WB. So there was some pushback. He was going through this, all this emotional turmoil with his daughter passing. And then it just became too much for him. And he was like, I, I can't do this. You know, like, fuck all this noise. And I don't blame him. Right. So he was like, fuck all this. You guys figure it out, you know? And then they pulled in Joss Whedon, uh, director of the first Avengers and Buffy the Vampire Slayer and all these other fantastic things. Um, right. He he came in and uh, from my understanding, this man as, as great a, a storyteller as he is, not the best person all the time, from my understanding. Because I, I guess there's some kind of, he's got some personality flaws that didn't work with everybody and, and he's had problems with people in the past. Uh, some some weird stuff with just women in general. Anyway, so I guess he brought some of that too on, on onto the set. He had problems with the 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 guy who played uh, I can't remember his name right now. Ray, I think his name is, uh, who played the uh, cyborg. Mm-hmm. And so there was all these all this kind of like bad mojo with the actors, and he was picking up footage that was already been used or that has been shot by Zack Snyder, and then he he picked up a bunch of other he, he you know he did a bunch of other shoots to try to like you know piece together a story that didn't involve the story that the execs didn't like. And he made a, he, it was like, you know, a Frankenstein monster of a movie, you know, like it, it's just, he pieced together this, this mess. And I don't know. And as much as you may like or dislike Joss Whedon, I don't know if anyone could have done as good a job as he did. Cause that movie is not horrible but it's not good either you know what i'm saying well, but it's not great well, it's not great i don't think you can blame the guy like i really don't think you can blame the guy because he came in on a movie that was halfway done and then he had to kind of rewrite the movie with the footage that he had this is a pain in the ass and i well, in the past when people have done this kind of thing where they pick up a movie that's already been done and they got to finish it, it it always ends up a mess so regardless uh, so that that's what happened with those movies, and it happened because there was no way around it. They, there was money invested, there was expectation from the audience and the, or the fans, and so that had to get done, and it was done as best as possible. Thankfully, Zack Snyder came back, did the story the way he wanted to do it. It's a four-hour epic movie, which mm-hmm. I think is fucking nonsense. <laughs> that's too long of a fucking movie. I love that movie. I would love to watch it again, but I don't want to watch it again because I don't have four hours to spend watching a movie I've already seen. You know, right. um, it's fantastic. You know, it, 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 I totally forgot it was four hours long. It's fucking four hours long, dude. I know. I totally forgot. I was about to. I was about to watch it again this weekend. I was like, <laughs> no, I'm gonna watch that movie again. I, it didn't even dawn on me that it was like, it was a four hour movie. I was like, Jesus, you just. You just Brought me into reality. I don't have time to watch this movie. I don't have time to watch a four-hour movie. I no. might be able to like, like now. I did watch it the first time in one sitting, mm-hmm. 
And but don't get me wrong, I did take a break. Like I stopped it, I paused it, and I went and got something to drink, piss, whatever. And then I finished it, right? But I don't think I can ever do that again. You know, like I don't yeah. have that fucking kind of time, you know? No, so like, nobody does. Nobody does. So I might put it on when I'm going to work out or something, but there's all this other shit I want to watch, you know? And don't get me wrong. I want to watch this movie again, but it's four hours long, man. You know, like, like you have cliff notes on this movie, you know, <laughs> it's just like, you can't, I, I, I don't even know if there's ways for me to skip forward, you know, and, and like jump to a, to a point in the movie where I can pick it up, you know, like, let's say I got my favorite piece in the movie. I can't just skip to it. You know, like I gotta, I gotta mm-hmm. start it at the very least and get me there. I don't know, right. whatever. Uh, Cause I stream it, you know, I, I would be streaming. Exactly. It. But no, I mean, like there's, and then you got to pay to- close attention to that movie. Yeah. There's a lot going First on. First of all, because there was a point that you pointed out. I totally fucking missed it. The part where Martian Manhunter dressed up, uh, disguised himself as Martha. Mm. I was talking to Lois. I didn't even see that part. Yeah. You know, I'm like, Jesus, you got to pay close attention to what the hell is going on here. Like, Jesus, you not only do you have to sit here and watch that four hour movie, you got to sit there and concentrate and watch that four hour movie <laughs> to make sure you don't miss nothing. Yeah. Like, damn, I had to rewind. I said, fuck, now I got to start all over again. <laughs> <laughs> this is stamina. You got to have some kind of stamina there for that fucking movie. Oh, but, but anyway, um, but yeah, dude, like, I love, like, I mean, bring the universe back, um, but don't, don't do Dark Superman. I, I would say what you say. I think what you're talking about would be fucking awesome. You know, like bringing the crime syndicate. Let the right. crime syndicate pee uh, movie two and then bring Darkseid back for movie three. Oh, that'd be great. Because yeah. I did read there is a Justice League 2 in the make. It was, in they're, the they're, they're talking about it. They're talking about it. I don't know. Because if you look, if you look at the list of like I was looking at the Batman list, of who played Batman and it says Ben Affleck it actually says Justice League One, Justice League Two. Mm. You know, I'm like, well, just unless they're talking about the Snyder one, but it actually says Justice League Two. I don't know. I and don't it's know. in red. I, so I don't either Yeah, I have no idea. Here let me let me see if IMDB has anything on, on that. <laughs> but uh but uh, speaking of uh, alternate Batmans or copycat Batmans, what do you think? And 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 will I haven't seen it yet? But have you seen Moon Knight yet? Is it out yet? It's out. It came out last Friday, didn't it? I know. Nice I think. It, I, I think. I don't know. I think it came out today, actually. Oh, if it came out today, I haven't watched it. I plan to do that right after we talk. <laughs> right after we're done talking here i plan to watch it shit i just lost my train of thought what am i looking up justice league 2 justice league 2 i was wondering what happened he was like he's staring at the- <laughs> yeah no i i went to the internet and i was like should i go there or should i go here and then i was like wait a minute what was i doing <laughs> oh jesus christ got hit in the head too many times mm. justice league wait. Told you not to block with your head. You know, sometimes you just got to block with what you got. What's going on? It's got. No, I just said it, when I looked up the Ben Affleck, his 
what movies he's done as Batman, it actually says Justice League 2. That's mm-hmm. why I was like, hmm, and maybe there is a two on a make, or maybe there's a two that they're talking about. I have no idea. Yeah, there's I found something on on IMDB, but it tells me nothing about mm. what the story is or who's in it. Nothing. You know what I'm afraid of is that they don't like that WB Studios doesn't fix the whole situation with um, Henry Cavill, oh, and they yeah. end up either getting somebody else to play Superman or they end up uh, basically making somebody else the Superman. And in this case, uh, pulling in the rock to fill in the Superman hole, you know? Yeah, but he's playing, he's playing Black Adam. Yeah, Black Adam is a bad guy. Right. You know, and they're making it out to be, for him to be like a anti-hero. I don't know, man. Uh, may, you they're, know. Making, they're probably doing like an origin movie with him. I know they're doing that. Mm-hmm. And then what it is is that he was at first chosen to be a hero, but his idea of justice is not the same. Yeah. So that's that's the thing I was. That's the thing I sort of like because they they're actually introducing a lot of characters in this movie. And one of my one of one of the characters I'm really looking forward to is Adam Smasher. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, like a nobody. Like a nobody uh, superhero. I'm like, hey man, Adam Smash is in this movie. When I found out about it, I was like, damn. Yeah. They brought they're bringing in Dr. Fate, Hawk, Hawkman, Hawk Woman, Adam Smasher against Black Adam. You know, Dr. Fate is being played by Pierce Brosnan too. Like, that's yeah. a good actor to bring in as is oh. uh, Dr. Fate. Yeah, the, the accent alone will yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, that that that's a badass Doctor Fate. No, uh-huh. but like we'll see what else they do, man. Watch, watch um, Batman show up in that one too. Watch. <laughs> yeah, they have a young Batman or something. Oh no, there was never like an old timey Batman, was there? No, there never. was. There was the Shadow. There was also the Spirit. Oh, the Spirit was it the the Shadow or the Spirit? Am I getting those confused? No, it was. You're thinking about the character for the animated series, Great Ghost. The gray ghost. There you go. Gray ghost. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's cool, man. Yeah. They should bring That'd in the gray ghost. Cool they, it would be cool if they did. Yeah. It'd be cool. It'd be fucking awesome if they did the little homage to Batman, the animated series, bring in the gray ghost. Ooh, that'd be fucking the shit, boy. I'd be like, I'd be jumping out of my say it's a gray ghost. It's a gray ghost. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend said to me to sit down. Shit, that thing out on. All right, brother. Well, let's yeah. uh, let's call it quits for tonight, man. Thanks so much for coming on, bro. Not a problem, bro. You know I love doing this stuff, man. All right, brother. We, we still we still we still got to do one for the. Um, I still have. A, I, I need to get get in touch with not my cousin Dan and do a show with him. We got to talk about what's coming up for the MonsterVerse, brother. For the MonsterVerse. Oh, what are you talking about? You, you got it. You all want it, and we're gonna get it. We're getting around too, bro. Whoa! Wait a minute. What they're we're doing? Getting the, around too. They're Kong versus uh, Godzilla too. Look it up. Look it up. Get the fuck out of here! It just got announced last week. We're getting around too. Oh, that's crazy. I wonder what the story will be. 
Uh, actually, from what I hear, Son of Kong. Son of Kong. Yeah. So the Son of Kong is going to fight Godzilla. I have no idea. They just said Son of Kong is involved. Mm. And I was like, and it says, it actually is called Godzilla versus Kong 2. Interesting. It's like round two. Oh, you piqued like, my interest. Oh, dude, look it up. I was looking it up the other day. I was like, what? Tell me, give me something. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, nope, they just signed off on it. They got the okay. Uh-huh. Now the script needs to be approved. Because oh, they're talking about we're taking too long. They're taking too long to come out with another monster movie because they don't they have no idea what to do. Mm. And what I, they should have done is make a an origin movie about Rodan or somebody or Mothra or just to keep the line going. Yeah. They should have you gone with like a Gamera or somebody. Oh, dude, I told you, man. I'd freak out if Gamera ever made it this far. Jesus. But I was like, they're like, they're, the, the company Legendary Pictures is like, we need to come up with something. We made so much money on these movies alone. We need to keep going. Yeah. You Fuck know, yeah. and I was like, what do we do? And they're like, this dude's bringing nah, shut up. Dude, <laughs> dude. A movie. What what they need to do is they need to call your ass and ask shut you up. and be like, okay, Primo, what should we do next? Ultraman. <laughs> Ultraman. <laughs> Ultraman. Ultraman. And then Ultraman versus Godzilla. Oh man, it'd be a three-way battle, man. Ultraman versus Godzilla versus Kong versus the mushroom people and all this crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> mushroom people. There is a movie called The Mushroom People. Get the fuck out of here. There is? I thought you were picking that up. <laughs> no, man. It's, like, it's called The Mushroom People. It came, and it's from the same people who made Godzilla. Uh, you know what? You know what? Hold up, hold up, hold up. You know what? We can get Primo. I mean, we can get uh, cousin, not my cousin Dan. And we get Lechuga, and we get you guys talk about monster movies. I think Lechuga, I can't, I don't know if he's in the kaiju. I know he's into the, like that freaky shit that, that you watch with fucking the son of Spinguli and shit. Yeah. I want, I gotta ask no. him. I'll ask him, see if he's interested in a kaiju episode. Dude, yeah. we should do another kaiju episode. Yeah. But let's talk about movies and games because now there's some games that are coming out that just involve kaiju. Oh, really? There's, Oh, oh, dude, there's one. I think it's called Monster Brawl. It's on PlayStation 5. And it's like, you get the... And there's a Gamera, a Gamera wannabe in the game. A Godzilla wannabe, an Ultraman, and a Mecha. <laughs> and it's like, a, it's a street brawler. You're walking down, you're walking down the city fighting other monsters. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I was like, this is so cool. I got to get it. I gotta get it. Yeah, the silly game we end up playing is uh, something called Stick Fighter on the Switch with my with my son or my kids. Mm-hmm. They love Stick Fighter. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know if you've ever seen it, dude. The fucking game yeah. is like five bucks or something on on yeah, yeah, on, yeah. The, on the Switch. It's fantastic. You get mm-hmm. to play with people like like you can get four players and you play this motherfucking uh-huh. game. You will fucking lose hours of your life playing this fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is too much fucking fun, dude. And this game is a four-player too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the the monster game you're talking about? The monster game is a four-player. It's like it's like Streets of Rage meets uh, Pacific Rim, <laughs> and you fight like loads of monsters, and they all have like one super move. 
It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. So wait a minute. Um, is a side scroller? Is that what it is? An adventure side scroller? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So and you don't fight like each other. Like, you fight together. You can fight each other. There's a four way battle, and then there's a like a Streets of Rage where where you walk down. You're you're trying to stop an invasion. There's like mm-hmm. an Ultraman wannabe, uh, a girl who drives a giant mecha, and two monsters. One is like a Gamera type, but he's a giant crab instead. And then there's a Godzilla wannabe with like um with atomic breath okay and they all do super moves crazy moves they can grab them throw them uh, they have one where it's a fatality where you can stick your hand and one the dinosaur think what he does is sticks his hand right through you Oof. and that's his fatality and I, I was like oh i can't wait for that game to come out i gotta get it i miss i miss my my monster games but yeah, right. find out, man. Whenever Lechuga or whatever, man, we can do a monster. We can do a monster episode. Talk about old, old crappy monsters. We should do. We got to do an episode. Well, I, I told I told you about this. We we should do an episode of Silence of the Lambs, or Seven. Oh, I would love to get deep in the conversation about Silence of the Lambs. See how messed up people are. <sighs> the Silence of the Dude. Lambs is messed up. It is messed up. But that one, that one has a big reveal. We should talk about that one. Yeah. All right. We should, we should do that one. Cool. Uh, with, with who were we going to do that one with? I, I'll, um, I'll figure it out. Maybe 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 Lechuga, maybe uh, not my cousin Dan. Or maybe maybe uh, Rick Gabble. Maybe we can pull him in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Um, all right, man. Let's let's get going. So thanks all so right, much, bro. brother. No nice problem, Chief. I got you. You know that. Hell yeah. Thanks, brother. The music you're listening to is called Hold On to the Rope, and it's by No Thanks. You can find that over at Epidemic Sound. And should you want to go over to Epidemic Sound, make sure you use my referral link in the description so that they know that I sent you. There you have it, our favorite Batmans and some of our favorite comic books. Flashpoint Man is one of the best. And the Flashpoint Batman is one of my favorite, favorite Batmans. We did not include him in this because there hasn't been anyone who's ever played that Batman. But, you know, you know how it is. Anyway, some of those books and stuff that we talked about, those are our favorite books. We're not, we don't have any referral links or anything for that stuff. Uh, I wish we did. We recommend those books out of just our passion and our joy of comics and pop culture. So... Uh, we get nothing out of it so go ahead and grab those books and you know just remember that we sent you you know (laughs) that's all we got now if you do want to support us you can always head on over to our website at theflowrollpodcast.com there you can find all of our episodes but you can also find a store where you can support the podcast now if you want to find us on social media you can find me Edgar Otraves under the name Edgar Otraves on Instagram or you can follow the show under the name The Flow Roll on Instagram as well. And don't you forget to follow my homie and co-host, Cousin Primo, on Instagram under the name The underscore real underscore Cousin Primo. And as always, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, and press all the buttons that make the podcast gods happy. Thank you so much for listening. We will catch you next time. Behave yourselves. Laters. Laters.